Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. One of my favourite things about being a parent is reading to my kids. There are some amazing picture books around and I'm always drawn to those that are beautifully illustrated. It's this nifty combination of beautiful words and art. And my favourite example of this is the Tashi picture book series with author Anna Feinberg and illustrator Kim Gamble. I first discovered these picture books just wandering around a bookstore. Basically, I was looking in the children's section, and I think it was actually tucked behind another book, but it really jumped out at me. I'd never seen pictures like that in a book before for kids. And then I read the books, and I fell in love with the words. It wasn't until later that I learned there were only two books like this, full-color picture books for children, and that Kim had passed away. But then the other day... The producer here, Cinnamon, handed me a book called Monsters, and I recognised the illustrations at once. It's a new book by Anna Feinberg with illustrations by Kim that no one has seen before. Anna's with us in the studio. Hi, Anna. How are you? Hello. Lovely to be here. (laughs) Now, tell me about Kim and his incredible talents. Well, as you say, that is the first thing you notice about the books. Um, It's so unique, his talent, and I think also his empathy for childhood and for children. It just beams through those expressions, the tenderness, the the mainly watercolours that he uses. And it's a funny thing, you know, the story always comes first and we don't really even discuss it. But somehow I feel he always, he, he interprets the story in his own very wild way and yet it's exactly right. It's like he dives down and finds this essence in the story. Now this book is called Monsters. How did you first come to have the idea to write this book? It was a very bittersweet time um, in that when he suggested let's do another book. It was um, 2015 and he had recently been diagnosed with cancer and um, it was just the most, as you can imagine, dreadful time. Um, But for a year or more he'd, he'd really run out of steam, as he said, with illustrating. He wanted to get back to his painting, which was big oil paintings he'd done in his, since he was 20 you know these they were they like these symphonies of of forests and you know that kind of lemon light in the windows of country houses and huge skies and twilights anyway they were wonderful and he'd been doing those and standing up at the easel you know for hours but there came a time when he he couldn't stand up any longer but he hadn't illustrated for quite a while and I remember it was one day at lunch and I was just getting up and he suddenly said to me have you got any ideas for a picture book and I was so surprised um, and I just felt ecstatic actually because I thought it's you know it's like a stay it was like a stay a reprieve stay of the sentence you know and um Oh, yes, yes, I said. <laughs> but um, really, I, I just, oh, I felt creative as a stone. 
Yes, yes. Now tell me what to write. <laughs> and did you you write about in the book? You write a bit about the story and about monsters and how you and Kim had a connection around monsters. Yes. What yes. was that connection? Well, it was a funny thing. I did try out lots of different things. You know, maybe a different story to an old book we'd done, or you know, a sequel. And then I'd had a lot of monster dreams when I was a child, and you know, and so had he. And we we talked a lot about dreams. And then I remember there was one night when I was I'd fallen asleep, and uh, and I had a dream about a spider coming out of the ceiling. But and I've just never seen anything like it was the blackest, hairiest, most evil looking thing. And um, <laughs> sorry for laughing, it would have terrified but, uh, me. Yeah, and, and even when my eyes were open, which can sometimes happen with dreams, it was still lurking there. You know, I felt it was going to breed in here in the daylight. Anyway, well, it wasn't daylight. And I, I said, there's this spider and so on. And so often, you know, Kim was always very, um, he was never quite sure about, you know, things. He would always entertain both possibilities. And, but the sureness with which he said, oh, yes, I know those monsters. Now, what we have to do is fold each leg back in into the body, that's right, and, you know, as if he could see it, you know, I suppose in a way as if he was illustrating that spider and we both were looking at it and then it was all tucked up inside, back inside that crack and then you paste over the ceiling and it just, it just was so right and that, I suppose that scene came to me and I thought, yeah, monsters, our monsters. Um, and the, the thing about the book is um, from when I was reading it and Hendrik came into the picture, so there's Tildy and Hendrik's her friend. Yeah. Tildy's the one that sees all the monsters and they have that connection because she says he's the only one that can see her monsters. Yes. Hendrix looks like a little Kim. Yeah. Is he meant to be? <laughs> Yes, I, I think really what I wanted to do was write a love story for him. That's that's what I wanted, and and I realised later. You often, mostly, you don't know what you're writing until you get to the end, and even then, it's later when someone points it out to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was, yes, though that world with that imaginative world we shared, it is art is such a healing. You know, it's a risky, magical, dangerous place, but it's also such a healing, loving place to be. And and it's a very unique thing to have the place you really meet to be an imaginative, you know, the world of that imagination. And I thought later that that is the most amazing thing to have your own mind illustrated <laughs> by somebody, you know, and even if it's wildly different, that connection in that place is is very healing so I wanted to incorporate that you know yes he was he was that person who sees your monsters and and um and can draw and, them yeah and, and can slay draw them. them and yeah and slay them that's right <laughs> or fold the spider back in yeah. <laughs> you're listening to kindling conversation I'm speaking with author Anna Feinberg she's got a new book out called monsters it's a very special book because it's the um, third book that she has done with Kim Gamble who's no longer with us it's these pictures are definitely Kim but they have a touch of something else because Kim got to a point where he couldn't complete the story and so he asked his old friend to come in and help with that. What was that process like for you? Well for me it was wonderful. Um, For poor Steve, Steve Axelson has um, written and illustrated many books and he's a he's a beautiful illustrator. He has a very similar sense of humour 
and sense of whimsy as Kim. And in fact, he'd known Kim since they were nine years old and they went to the same primary school. And he often says that, you know, he was at home studying when Kim was off being, you know, naughty in the bush and, you know, smoking a cigarette and... Generally hanging out, but um, they were they were great friends, and uh, as they grew up, and they tended to talk art and swap drawings, and and both had talked about doing children's illustrating. So um, I just knew I just knew Steve could do it, but he didn't. I wish I could have <laughs> I could have uh, filled him to the brim with that confidence that I had. I think it was very difficult for him. It took him a long while to start, and he hummed and hard and backed and filled and. But it's extraordinary what he's done because I don't know whether you can see where Kim left off and Steve began, but Mm. most people who even know both people's work, both men's work really well, can't spot it. And yet Steve has his own, he hasn't lost his own style and his own sense of his personality there. They've just really met in that imaginative place, you know. Actually, Kim's daughter, Ariel, said recently it's probably the greatest tribute to friendship that she's ever seen, you know, um, being able to enter that place and with such sort of skill and love and watercolour. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of watercolour. Listen, I I have to say... this is a, it is such a special book, but beyond the story, behind the story, it's a beautiful story. They're beautiful pictures. I love the work that you do and that you did with Kim. So thank you so much for coming oh, in and talking to us. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. That was author Anna Feinberg and Monsters is available now at all good bookstores. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.